0: Peace and blessings. This is Muslims for Peace podcast. You have tuned into Muslims for Peace podcast. Please subscribe to our channel. The Prophet sallallahu sustained a number of injuries. And Imam al-Sadiq alayhi salam states, when the Prophet was injured, such as his forehead breaking and the blood gushing or his teeth breaking or his lips being slit, Al Imam Al-Sadiq says when the blood would gush from the body of the Prophet, he would collect the blood in his hand. And then once his hands became full with the blood, he would throw it towards the sky. Al Imam Al-Sadiq alayhi salam states law minhu ala al-ard If one drop of that blood were to be spilled on the ground the adab of Allah, the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would have destroyed the people. Just like Imam Hussain did the same thing when his infant was killed. It was such an act of aggression that had the blood reached the ground, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would have punished them. And then in those moments, in those moments when the Prophet did this, because people realized that the prophet threw the blood towards the sky because he didn't want the blood to fall on the earth because Allah would punish them. One of his companions told him, Ala alayhim? Ya Rasulullah, why don't you ask Allah to destroy them?" What did he say? "Allahumma diqami fa la yalamun." Oh Allah, guide my people. Even in those final moments of the battle, where the prophet is, is bleeding profusely, he still asked Allah to guide his people. Look at the Rahmah and the compassion of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi When there were rumors that were spread in the battlefield that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi has been killed, the news reached Medina, people started spreading rumors in Medina that the Prophet is now in the battlefield and he has just been killed. One hadith states Iblis is the one who delivered the news, he spread the news that Muhammad has been killed. Lady Fatima al-Salam, Safiya, the aunt of the Prophet, these women from Bani Hashim, they were really really saddened to hear this. One hadith states Lady Fatima a.s. came rushing, putting her, head, her hand on her head, so concerned that something happened to Rasulullah ﷺ. along with Safiya she rushed to the battlefield. She came to the battlefield in order to see what happened but she was very happy to see the Prophet sallallahu alive and she assisted the Prophet with his wounds. Basically she said, I was washing the wounds of the Prophet but I realized that when I would wash the wound, more blood would flow. So she took some straw mats and she burned it such that it became ashes. She said, I put those ashes with a band and I put it on the wound of the Prophet and instantaneously, you know, the wound would stop bleeding. And in the past, by the way, this was one way of treating those injured in the battlefield. Because when you burn something, effectively, if it's just been burned now, there is no bacteria in it, right, due to the flames of the fire. So that was a way of sterilizing the bandages, right, to burn something immediately like a straw mat and then apply that to the uh, wound, it would aid in the uh, stopping of the bleeding. So Lady Fatima did play a role for Imam Ali alayhi salam, for the Prophet in helping with those wounds. But it was really a tragic day. I mean, in Medina, everyone started crying. They really thought that the Prophet could have been killed. Now, as for those who physically assaulted the Prophet, all of them had an evil fate, bad fate. One of them was Ibn Qami' al Laythi, or Ibn Qumay al Laythi. Basically, he struck the Prophet on his hand. He wounded the hand of the Prophet. Utbah ibn Abi Waqqas, he struck the Prophet with his sword, he cut the lips of the Prophet and a number of them really you know um, harassed the Prophet physically. All of them had an evil fate in terms of dying. For example, Ibn Qam'a, there are two reports of what happened to him. One report states whenever he would pass by a tree after Uhud, the tree with one of its branches would basically injure him and take a chunk of his flesh. Historians, historians in Mecca would report this, that Ibn Qami'ah, this is what would happen to him after Uhud, for what he did to the Prophet And then the way that he died is on the final day he was lying down in a nearby you know hillside or mountainside, when a goat came that had horns, he was sleeping, the goat attacked him and it basically just stabbed him with its horn. Um, it, it took, the, the horn landed, you know, basically in his throat, and that's how he was killed. So all those who physically assaulted the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi this was their fate. This is what happened to them. A question over here: Did the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam ever kill anyone in the battlefield or anyone in his life? We don't have any report of the Prophet sallallahu ever killing anyone, however what happened is Ubay ibn Khalaf, one of the pagans of Mecca, once he had seen the Prophet sallallahu in Mecca when the Prophet was in Mecca, it seems Ubay ibn Khalaf had a horse and he was feeding the horse some hay. When the Prophet passed, he told him, Ya Muhammad, you know what I'm doing? He told him, what are you doing? He told him, this horse, I'm feeding it so one day I'll kill you, meaning I'll fight you one day on it. The Prophet sallallahu alaihi told him, no, I will be the one to kill you, according to this version, or I will be the one who will cause your death. They knew Muhammad sallallahu alaihi would never say anything that's false, that kept ringing in his ears. So on the day of Uhud, he came, he saw the Prophet kind of lonely, So he came to attack the Prophet. He came to attack the Prophet sallallahu alaihi the Prophet sallallahu alaihi in a swift move with his sword, he defended himself, he couldn't kill the Prophet. With a swift move, the Prophet scarred his body, just a little scar. (laughs) He went back to Abu Sufyan and he started shaking and panicking. Abu Sufyan basically told him, what's the matter with you? You didn't do anything to you. It's just a little scar. But he kept shaking out of fear that the Prophet struck him and he remembered the Prophet told him, no, I'll kill you. You're not the one who's going to kill me. Out of extreme fear, then and there in front of Abu Sufyan, he falls and he dies. إلى <laughs> جهنم This man was Ubay ibn Khalaf So even him really, the Prophet did not kill him. He came to kill the Prophet, the Prophet defended himself, the Prophet scratched him, haram. The Prophet scratched him, but out of that immense fear, he ended up dying. So we don't have any historical record of the Prophet actually like murdering someone or killing someone or beheading someone. We don't have something like that.